Welcome to Multi-Level Motivation. I'm Mary Lynn. And I'm Miles. And we are a mother-son podcast duo. And we are bringing our unique experiences alongside experts to all level up together. And today is the eve of my 54th birthday. So Miles and I are getting together to talk about, is it ever too late? I have these notions of, you know, being a late bloomer. And I really have been reflecting, wanted to dive into that. And Miles, I know you're here for it too. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as I reflect, like I said, I'm going to be 54. And I, I know I'm not exactly where I want to be. But what I'm realizing is you're always exactly where you need to be. And along the way, I've had some experiences, you know, that have been uh, challenging, uh, some hurdles, uh, some different things. But without them, I don't think I have as much to talk about on the podcast. I don't think that maybe I could encourage people as much. I don't think that maybe I could be as relatable. I don't think that maybe I could empathize or sympathize or, or, you know, really relate because without those um, outside factors or things that had affected life, I mean, how can you relate to your fellow man? (laughs) I know that seems grandiose, but that's kind of how I feel. When somebody talks about, you know, I've talked about before being in a, a violent relationship, like, thankfully, I got out very, very young. And I can tell people about that experience or having a child and being a single mom, you know, I can empathize. I can sympathize with somebody. We can talk about it. Um, Just, you know, even dealing with skin issues, like I can empathize. I think it gives me compassion. So there's all these things that life delivers. And I was really reflecting and I think, you know, without them, how do I really, um, relate to people or how can I really use this for the greater good and that's where this podcast comes in so it's perfect timing to talk about it well happy birthday (laughs) Eve thank you um you know I think it is something that a lot of people do struggle with we do live a very fast-paced life especially in like today's era where everything's very microwavable like you want content and music and any entertainment basically instantly like you know in terms of like instant gratification but there's countless examples everybody's heard the stories of you know oprah jay-z jeff bezos all these you know billionaires at this point where some of them were still working a nine-to-five in their 40s or you know maybe came from a background of selling drugs or the classic story of starting in a garage kind of thing. So it's really easy. It's something that I always, it's always in my mind, like, you know, time's running out, you got to get started. And it's good to have that sense of urgency. But, you know, I used to really harp on things like, man, I should have started doing this when I was 19 or like, you know, 10 years ago, or if I was just doing this since I graduated, I, I would be here. But you have to remind yourself that sometimes, you know, all the time you're right where you're supposed to be. And I'm, I may have gone down the wrong path or, you know, knowing what I know now, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't do certain things when I was young. And I, cause I thought that was the right way. Now I know this is the right way. And, um, you know, they say good things 
come to those who wait, which is, I believe, like halfway true. You have to go out and get it, but there's no sense in rushing it, right? Um, it is a good idea to to just get out there and start moving. Slow motion is better than no motion, but to just think that it's going to happen overnight or you're going to just have that instant gratification is is very wrong because it doesn't happen that way for 99% of people. Um, but I like that, you know, your birthday is tomorrow and that's always like a time of reflection for people because you look back and like another year has gone by. What did I do? What have I done? But it's really important to just only think of like the positive things that you've done and if there is something negative that creeps in there, you just say, okay, going forward, I'm going to change that. But really to reflect on, hey, I did all this with what I had and these were the right moves. And, you know, it, it's great to keep those habits and practices going. And then if you think of like a negative one, like, damn, you know, I'm, I'm not where I want to be right now. It's like you just use it as a lesson and you change. And then once you do get it, it's going to be that much more sweet because kind of to touch on what you were talking about, you know, you cannot appreciate the sunshine without those rainy days. So if you just went through life, everything was perfect. Your life becomes boring or monotonous or like just to the point where you don't really have a good, you get like spoiled, right? Where going through those tough times and the ups and downs and obstacles, you can really, really appreciate the good in life because you've been to rock bottom and you can like, you know, stay grounded that way. And at least that's what I do. I always think like, well, if it's a negative experience that you went through, you learned, you're better for it. And it is who you are today. So if you love yourself, who you are today, you don't want to, you can't go back and change anything. But even if you could, you wouldn't want to, because you might be a completely different person. It is so funny too, Miles, when you're like, you know, if I just done this when I was 19, I think no matter what, it just brought to mind, like, no matter how old you are. Well, first off, it's kind of cool because this birthday, you know, you're 27, I'm 54. So you're as old at now as I was when I had you. So we're like half each other's age. So that's kind of a cool thing on this birthday. But, you know, um, nowhere was I nowhere anywhere as evolved as you are at 27. So I look at you and I say, oh, my God, if only I was in his position at 27. And here Maybe. you're going oh, if I had only done this when I was 19. So I think it's just, it brings to light, like it is just human nature to think maybe that you're, you're not where you need to be. And we all need to, you know, just really realize we are exactly where we need to be when we need to be. Mm -hmm. And you know what, you were talking about Colonel Sanders and Tina Turner just passed away. I think it was Wednesday. So Tina Turner passed away Wednesday. She is a music icon. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know how familiar you familiar you are with her story but um you know she went through where she joined Ike Turner and be, and she was Ike at and then she had she became like Tina it was Ike and Tina Turner and then when she left him um due to abuse she left with 36 cents you know and she didn't really become an icon until later in life in the 80s I mean she was born in like 1939 right she an icon in the 80s she was inducted in the Hall of Fame, you know, um, she just so I think that's just a relative story to the times, too, is like, oh, yeah. uh, you know, 
the the journey of life and reinventing and it's never too late and she was still out touring at like 73 and these amazing lengths and kept up herself up and I think of myself at 54 I'm like well by that math I got 30 years to uh get inducted to the hall of fame no yeah no but it it's possible and you're and you're right I you know I believe that we're very time oriented and we think of like time being linear like there's a start and a finish there's a you know you're born and then you die and then there's like a, a just a straight path right in between that you know where it really doesn't work that way it it's just all happening at once and as soon as the past happens it doesn't matter anymore there's no such thing as the future the only thing there is is the moment so instead of looking at it like man i should have started and then you go back linear like when I was this age or back this time, because I only have X amount of years ago. It's like, there is no start. There is no finish. It's just, just doing it. And it, it it's kind of like time works outwards. You know what I mean? So we have to kind of like uncondition ourselves to of thinking of it like that, because what ends up happening, I feel like is you believe it's too late and you start to be like, man, you know, I can't, there, there's a there's a 30 year olds out there right now that never played sports in their life, but they might say, I want to be a professional bowler or I want to be a professional tennis player. They're well within their abilities to make that happen. But 99% of people are going to think, oh, you, you should, you know, if you weren't training since you were a kid or that like the people who make the impossible possible, they don't let those limitations or those obstacles. They never think it's too late. And a great example of, you know, time not being linear or like you just to keep going or just to do is that, you know, these billionaires like a Jay-Z or Beyonce or like, a you know, Jeff Bezos, no matter what you think of them, it's not like they get to a certain uh, point and then they're stopped. Like, oh, I just did everything. I made my money. I'm done. You know, which is how we like to think of it, because it's like, man, if I just had 100 million, I wouldn't work another day. But that's not that's not realistic. You, you're going to do, you want to do something, you want to work towards something always. And it's really easy to forget that. But I think it's an important lesson because you're never going to be finished and it's never too late to start. It's just whenever, which is going to kind of lead into, I think the quote that you want to touch on, but it it is very much of a start whenever and you can't get discouraged on yourself. Very easy to look on social media and see a 13-year-old opening up presents, making $15 million a year, or playing video games. You're like, oh my gosh, like kids are making more money than me. But also, older people are making more money than you. Or they're in better shape. Or, you know, it doesn't matter young, old, before, after, what year you're born. None of that matters. The only thing that matters is that you do it. And if you're 19, you have the whole world ahead of you you're 60 years old you still have the whole world ahead of you because you don't know what legacy you're going to leave behind and if you just never do it then we'll never know you know and yeah it does lead right into the the quote so if you're on youtube you'd see that's where i put my glasses on so i could read this here is <laughs> so um it is start before now this quote is from mel robbins who happens to be one of my all-time favorites and i'll talk about that in a minute too is um start before you're ready period start before you're ready don't prepare begin and i think that's really the thing like what we did with this podcast it's not that that we didn't prepare we're just like hey 
uh, we don't have a studio and thousands of dollars worth of sound equipment. But if we were to wait for that, you know, maybe we wouldn't have just dove in and started. And I think so, just starting or so maybe you don't have all the workout equipment in the world. Uh, maybe you don't have a Peloton, but my friend uh, just showed me the other day wall Pilates. You can look up on YouTube mm -hmm. and I'm going to do, do some wall Pilates. So maybe you don't prepare. Maybe you're not like, okay, well, I got to get a gym membership and then I got to get the workout clothes. And then it's like, look up on YouTube, look up wall Pilates, just start in the home, you know? So I think just beginning um, is, is huge. And that is how you can plant the seed. When's the first time to plant a tree? 20 years ago, yeah. but you can start today. And then the other thing I just wanted to touch on is, yeah, the comparison is so hard, but my friend Monica broke it down. Um, is like, you're watching again, somebody's highlight reels, but to take it one step further is you didn't see their costume change. You didn't see the makeup change. You didn't see the bloopers. You didn't see the outtakes. You didn't see the budget it took to get there. You didn't see the rehearsal. You didn't mm -hmm. see, you know, it's like, yeah. it's a whole movie going on here. And we just are seeing that trailer that says, hey, come watch me. So, yeah. it's, you know, so the comparison is a thief of joy. And so even oh, yeah. as you're aging or, you know, wherever you are, you can't do the comparison. It is just, it is the thief of joy. And um, I do have a couple other things to touch on, but go ahead, Miles. I want to, <laughs> cause no, I can no. talk more about this. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree with that, though. I think it was like, was it Teddy Roosevelt that or Franklin D? I, I forget who said that comparison is a thief of joy, but I think it's a Roosevelt. Either way, that's like an amazing quote because it really it really is. And it ties into what we were talking about earlier, like social media. I mean, it's definitely integrated into our lives. And but you're only seeing the highlight reel of everybody's life. You know, you'll see somebody post like, hey, this is what I really look like, like Instagram versus reality type thing. But 90% of all everything online, probably even more than that, is just the highlight reel. You're only seeing the highlights of somebody's life, their day-to-day, -day, their job, their work, because, you know, they want to be celebrated or attention or whatever the case. So it's easy to look at that and be like, damn, like, they got it going on, but you don't see the hours and hours and, you know, blood, sweat, and tears that go on behind the scene, behind the scenes. And um, it's some that's always been my uh, Achilles heel, I feel like, is I'm, I'm like a perfectionist. So like, mm -hmm. I really, I over prepare. And I try to get things perfect when it's just like, a quote that I have, you know, introduced into my life, I saw it somewhere without like the author of the quote, but I still use it. It's, it's, um it's better to be perfect than done. And that's like, been huge for me, because it's like, all right, just finish it, put it out, whether it's music, whether it's um, writing, whether it's content or going to the gym. It's just like, just be done. Just do it. Don't, it it's, might be ugly, but it's better to be um, done than it is to be perfect. And maybe I, did I say that backwards? Right? It's better to be perfect than it is to be done. I may have. Either way. It's better to be yeah, I think you the first time you said it backwards. But, I probably yeah, did. I just, but yeah. just to clarify, you know, it's um, it's better to be done than it is to be perfect kind of thing. So it, it's it's one of those things where you just kind of have to like throw things against the wall sometimes until it sticks. You just got to get that momentum before you can work on like perfecting it. A lot of times you do that and you get all the BS out of the way where it's like, get all the bad ideas out, get all the struggles and the hiccups, like, you know, just 
push, push, keep going, keep going. And then the perfectionist in me can come in and be like, all right, I can tweak this here, tweak that there. But I admire your perfectionism because I'm not. <laughs> and so it's so funny because we, again, comparison, right? I'm just like, I look at you and I'm like, oh, I wish I had some of that. And then I hear people talk about perfectionism and that struggle. And then sometimes people are like, oh, I wish I were like you and just a little more, like could just go for it. And right. so the whole point is embrace where you are. Like we were talking about now, you know, it's never, it's always the right time. Something I just wanted to touch on is I am on this social audio app called Clubhouse and we talk about it a lot. Um, we've had guests from there and I have a segment on there on this morning show and I prepared a segment and I just wanted to kind of pass along some of the things um, I really needed. Um, and well, that was healing. I needed healing first in my forties. I took a lot of time in my forties to dive into, you know, the healing, but I cried a lot during that. And then there was a time around just about turning 50 where I was like, well, I'm done crying over this stuff. Like I need some life skills. <laughs> I need some things to uh, improve the situation. And so I have three tips that I kind of wanted to share. Um, and first one is surround yourself with a community that celebrates you, not just tolerates you. And sometimes you're going to look crazy to somebody. I've had people say to me, oh, you're doing a podcast. Like, what do you want to be famous? I'm like, no, I want to grow. I want to help somebody. I want to connect with my son over a project, you know, so they may not understand what you're doing, but get around people who do. It doesn't matter if it looks weird to them, they still celebrate you or that are talking positive things or that are like, they don't have to be exactly like-minded. We say, you know, like-hearted. So Surround yourself with a community that celebrates you, not just tolerates you. Uh, the second one is quotes. We talk about quotes a lot here. And I love like Mel Robbins and Zig Ziglar. And I mean, the list goes on and on. And I don't want to get into every quote I love, but I looked it up. Why do I love quotes so much? Because they're quick bursts of energy that remind us of what we already know mm. or motivate us. So I looked at, I was like, yes, that's it. It's not that I just want to walk around like spewing quotes. It's that there are these, these quick synapses in our brain that fire and remind us either what we already know or what we want to be doing. And my third one is to put on music, to sing or dance, get your body moving. Uh, don't wallow in sad songs. I don't like sad songs. We talked with Paul Porter about how the megahertz of gangster rap and stuff can affect people's a vibration. I believe that to be true about all songs. So I put on happy music. I dance around and I sing, even though I sing off key and I cannot hold a note in a bucket. It is something about singing out loud. And so that is my uh, three tips for, Hey, you know, just start. Those are three things you can do today. Yeah. I think those are all great. Cause those are all not only things that are like easy to start up it does there's no friction i mean like you listen to music anyway you know you can get up and dance or sing to it and you just you just have to make that split second instead of clicking that you know rainy day sad song because you're still trying to get over your ex or whatever you know put on something that like lifts your spirit you know the quotes are something that you see every day everybody who has instagram facebook you know, they, there's quotes all the time. Your 
feed will actually change. The algorithm will change the more you look at, like, you know, interact with things that are positive quotes. So that's something you're already doing, you know, and then the first one is a little harder for people to just like start right off the bat, but it's easy in the sense of, you know, how you feel or when somebody says something to you, or if you have a bad friend or, you know, like most people, whether you accept it or not, you can sit there and tell me like, that person said this to me, made me feel this way. Or like, I don't, you know, I, I don't feel good about that, whatever the case. So going where you're celebrated and not hated is huge because that's gonna like water the grass for you and let you grow. If you're not even, if you're, if the company that you're keeping is, is, is stunning your growth, you're not, you're not going to grow past that. You just won't unless you get rid of them or replace that with, um, with positive people. And it can even be family members because, you know, family is, you know, your blood family, at least is like, they're always be your family. But if somebody is holding you back now, it doesn't mean like, Oh, you had gotten a fight with your mom. You shouldn't talk to her, but more of like, Hey, if you can have those conversations, Hey, your negativity is bringing me down. I don't like when you say these things. And even if you cannot do that, because your dysfunctional family is complicated, we all have family problems. You can distance yourself and go, you know, talk to the uncle or the cousin that loves you and always lifts you up or, you know, reach out to your mom or dad or your son or daughter, whatever that is like going to bring that warmth to your heart. So those three things, I mean, I love that because they're short and sweet. It's something that everybody can implement like right away. Like you can walk away from this podcast and instead of turning on something that's going to make you want to, you know, jump out a window or, you know, kill somebody. I know, you know, like, because this music can make you feel these types of way or um, feeding into negativity with the quotes or going and talking, hitting up your ex or that one friend that only really uses you for your money or like uses you because they, for your advice, like use those three things immediately when you walk away. And I think that is a very good way to be motivated. Like you touched on with the quotes, like the quick energy bursts, you need those quick things to be like, to kind of jumpstart you, to push you in the right direction, you know? Yes. And one little last like tip is um, for the community is you can find online communities. And that's where I found a community. It was so, you know, instead of going to um, just a gossip site or something, maybe look for like, let's say you're having, um, you know, uh, you're conscious of your weight. Mm -hmm. So maybe you just find a body image support group on Facebook or something, you know. So, yeah, it might take a little bit of digging but it is still um, a path you can take because that's where I found my, uh, you know, amazing online community was uh, with Glenn Lundy and Rise and Grind. And so mm. um, we actually hope to build a community in the future. I started a Facebook page and I'll be putting that out more, but you know, those are the kinds of things um, we, we do. I aspire to grow to, and that is at this age. And uh, you know, so it all ties in is look at what we're starting, you know, um, I'm 54 and I'm finding a passion. So um, yeah, that was just my uh, additional little tip there. <laughs> no, that that is a good tip. It's It, it will take digging and it, or it can take digging. But what I like about it is that it's something you're already doing. You know what I mean? Like if you're already on Facebook, if you're already on Instagram, you know, you can just 
gear yourself towards finding that community instead of like just getting those dopamine hits of fail videos or you know you can still have fun on there whatever the case but you know all right and I hope as a listener you can realize it in yourself too like when something's making you feel bad and just replace that you're on your phone you're looking at other people that are making you feel bad about your life look at people who are gonna make you feel good about your life not people beneath you but people who are in your same predicament you know and it was actually Gary V, I think, that talked about this and gave me the idea where it's like content going forward, a lot of people are gravitated seeing the struggle and seeing that story play out. You know, we think that like it's before and after picture a lot of times. Here am I, here I am at 300 pounds and then here I am at 205 and it's just boom, boom. That eight to 10 months or year and year and a half between that, like show that document that, you know, be in that community, get gain support with like-minded individuals. Then, you know, don't just pop out of nowhere. I mean, that's, that's a pretty big task to take that upon yourself. And it doesn't make you a weak person if you need support or need these things that you mentioned to get you there. You don't think Michael Jordan didn't have some sort of uh motivation on the daily from something his mom said or something that the press said you know what i mean we we need those hits of uh motivation constantly you're not going to wake up every day and want to do it so i love this huh kind of like our zig ziglar quote we started with yeah (laughs) what we're all based around really is you know motivate they say motivation doesn't last but neither is does bathing that's why we recommend it daily (laughs) Mm -hmm. and these are Three great ways. I love the way you put it because it's something people can put into practice. I hate when people are like, get out there and go do it. It's like a lot of people aren't in the position to just get out in there and go do it. They might be stuck. Even if their perception is them being stuck and, and they're really not, they need help getting out of that rut or they need somebody to change their perceptive uh, perception. Show them the grass is greener over here, you know, in a positive way, not in the way of, look at this person, look what they're doing, get like them. It's like, what kind of advice is that? The grass is greener where you water it, is one of my books. <laughs> Speaking like of books. But like you know, it. It kind of, yeah, it kind of goes to, um, to what we're talking about is that you can really get in your head thinking I'm behind, I'm behind, I'm behind. The only way to counteract that is to begin, like the Mel Robbins quote, is just to start. And so you know, these are places that you can just start. And I know I get in my head so often and I think, oh my gosh, you know, 54, I might have, okay, transparent here, you know, like I might as well just stop. But no, I think of, remember 20 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I was 34. Think, okay, 20 years ago, Miles, you were seven. So I'm thinking, think how long 20 years is if I add that 20 years forward, you know, you're talking about time and it brought that up for me. Um, if I add 20 years to 54, that's 74. My mother is 76 and in amazing shape. And, in, you know, I, oh. I don't, she has a lot of life left. She, she's still doing her nursing part-time. And so, you know, 20 years is a long time. So if you even think of man, I would not want to go back 20 years and live that 20 years again, man, that's a long time. It's like, we got to stop 
putting, uh, I, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but, you know, relatively speaking, <laughs> yeah. you know, we, uh, time, we have a lot of time, but also you don't want to uh, waste the time you do have because you want to make the most of it. So it's kind of like, it's how, when you're waiting for Christmas, it seems to fly by and then it takes forever at the same time. They're almost happening happening simultaneously. So it's just a little mind trick I play with myself as I think, hey, 20 years from 34 to, I don't even remember 34, it was so long ago. Just think how much time I have ahead of me. And so if you get stuck, that's something, you know, just really um, breaking it down like that helps me. Yeah, I like that. That, that is a big help. And you know, it, it quite literally is the theory of relativity. You know what I mean? Like, have you seen uh, Interstellar? I saw it, yes. <laughs> yeah, so it's like time is even different on different planets, you know, in relation to the sun and, you know, this, the the orbit, the, you know, the, the Earth. If we If we took two babies born at the same time and gave them both watches and never changed anything flawless watches at the end of their lives they would be showing different times right and it might only be like a millisecond but that just goes to show you like time is actually different for everybody you know if you live on the top of a mountain versus below sea level like time is going to move in like a, a little bit tiny bit different way and since it is relative it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Like it's not linear. It's not just start finish, you know, it's more of like happening all at once, you know? So you have to put it in perspective. If I told you, Hey, you're not going to have another meal in 10 years. You're gonna be like, I'm not even going to make it that far. That's the longest time. You know what I mean? But if I say, Hey, you only got 10 years to live. You know what I mean? It's it's so relative. You're like, that's nothing, like only 10 years. So it, right. it is oh, good that's to, a good one. It's good to like keep that in mind because I I see things that kind of uh contradict each other and people go back and forth. Like the Dalai Lama might say that like we have all this time and you know to um treasure every moment because it's not forever, but there's no need to you know, rush kind of thing. And then some people were like, the biggest mistake you make is thinking you have time. And it's like, people are all over the map on it. And it's really just a balance. And you got to put time relative to what you're applying it to. And um, I like the way that you just have that reminder. Because it is that balance is something I'm still trying to find where it's like, don't rush things, be patient, you know, let things come to you, but also get up, get after it, make it happen, you know, but you don't want to just be like running headfirst into the wind with no purpose. So you got to find that balance where it's like, what can I do every day consistently? Cause that's really the key is the consistency over just doing it. And, um, to, to improve myself, you know what I mean? Instead of just going full clip and burning out, you know, you want to definitely work smart, and not just work hard, but you want to work both smart and hard and just find the balance, which is very way easier said than done. But I think if you just do those three things that you touched on earlier, surround yourself with positive people, 
use those quotes for those quick bursts of energy of what we already know and then use your music and your dancing and your movement and everything positively like those are things that you can implement right away that's going to get you on the right path and then the funny thing about time is you'll look back if you do that for 10 years every day you're like wow like it was over in a blink but like look how much I did felt like it was so quick but I did so much and I grew so much so it's like don't even think about the time we're over obsessed with the time just do the work um put your head down enjoy it but there's no there's no finish line you're just going to keep going until you can't really well something you said sparked something for me i just have like two more little points that i wanted to kind of do is when you look back um you'll say oh you know i did this um two things to that is one is you're right consistency beats you know everything else because you can say oh i work out i work out but if you work out you know um Danelle Delgado and Glenn talked about this and I really it hit home is like if you work out oh I work out three times a week okay you go hard three times a week but which is better to say you know or I do this daily daily I I spend 15 minutes um mm -hmm. on my physical health so it's like daily compounds you know and so um, that was just a quick little thing, but the looking back, so, you know, you do those little things daily consistently mm -hmm. and I almost didn't come on camera today. You know, I mean, we have, we're doing this, you're hearing the podcast, but we are recording it because eventually we want to put these on YouTube and, you know, I almost didn't do that today because I was like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm feel like I look a little older today, blah. but I'm like, Hey, wait, when I am 64 years old, I'm going to look back and be like, man, yeah. you know, I should have done that. I wanted to see that. And so a lot of times we don't appreciate where we are in the moment. And I know, I mean, I'm speaking from a woman in her fifties perspective. I, and I've heard it from my friends so many times. It's like, oh my gosh, I look back to these pictures when we were twenties, thirties, and you know, we looked amazing and we didn't even know it. We were, I, I thought I looked horrible that day. And I look back at the picture and it's like, wow, I really, that was an amazing dress. I looked amazing. What was I so worried about? And even today I was in that same mind frame. Like, I didn't want to come on camera. I don't know. So I just said, nope, you know, let's do it. Because when I'm 64, when I'm 74 and I look back, I want to appreciate the moment that I'm in now. And we really have to focus on that. Um, enough of the looking back, you know, I do mourn my youth a little bit. Um, I've lost a little bit of hair and it's a little harder to um, lose weight than it used to be. And I have a few more wrinkles and some opportunities maybe I didn't take, but it brings you all to where you are in the moment and reiterate what I was saying before is you are exactly where you need to be. So we've got to really um, focus on the now, the Absolutely. here and the now and what we can do. Yeah, because would you rather be where you're at now or switch lives with somebody who isn't around today to talk about it, you know, who, who left this life too young. And I always think of that, you know, people are like, Oh, you know, I don't want to get old. And it's like being 80, 90 years old, looking back and you're like, that's a blessing that most people, a lot of people aren't going to see. So change your perspective on it. It's not, um, I'm, you know, I'm already 30 or I'm already 65, you know, my time has passed or it's like, 
be thankful you are where you're at because you could be the alternative. You could have maybe never even made it. So it's really good to remember those things. Well, um, yeah, and you know, for somebody my age, when we hear people who are 30 go, oh my gosh, I'm getting so old. It is almost inconceivable, but I remember being in that position and going, oh, I'm already 30. And, but honestly, like I totally am digging my age now. So it's kind of, it's good. an interesting. <laughs> That's good. I like that. That's the way it should be, honestly. It's a blessing, you know, not to say that like, I can't wait, you know, I just want to enjoy the moment and the more moments you have, as long as you're living a healthy, you know, happy life that the more the blessing is. Well, there's something else that I wanted to go back to real quick before it gets too far away is you talked about Gary Vee. And uh, what was the thing you said that he's, uh, he said? Um, the thing that Gary Vee uh, talked about that kind of like inspired me was, I think it was, I didn't write it down. Oh, that's okay. Well, the whole point is really not exactly what he said anyways. So I wanted to just tell a little story about, um, it was ironic you mentioned him because one of the, the things I wanted to talk about today was some friends of mine who made a connection at VCon this year. And so when you mentioned him, my ears perked up. And um, so there's a gentleman, his name is Joe Atang. And actually I've asked him if down the road, he'll be on the podcast and he agreed, but he has a, a movement called high and he writes high on his hand and you know, you'll have to go check him out, but it's help inspire. Well, I found him on TikTok right about the same time I found Rise and Grind on Facebook, looking for those communities that celebrate you. He and Glenn had this common thread where they'd say good morning and hi to people. So after Glenn was done, Joe came on because Glenn was er earlier. And I was looking for people to connect with who I wanted to be seen and heard and, and, and in positive environments. So at that point, I tried to introduce Joe to Glenn and Glenn to Joe and it just didn't happen like I, I hadn't been as involved maybe at the point um, the connection you know I didn't have as much of a voice in the community yet and so it just again didn't happen mm -hmm. so fast forward Heather is a co-host on Rise and Grind and Glenn Lundy who does Rise and Grind uh, go to VCon separately Joe Atang goes to VCon Heather Parody had interviewed uh, Joe Tang on a podcast. They hadn't seen each other in years. They meet up at VCon. The eve of my birthday, I sound like the Mafia gun on this, the eve of my birthday. <laughs> Joe Tang is on Rise and Grind and they play the video of me duetting with him, his little high sign and his dance. And he talked about how he had to step away and reflect to really find out what he wanted to do and it was just this full circle moment of had they all met prior had i introduced them prior glenn had taken a hiatus uh heather went and did some acting work uh joe had taken a step back and really had to figure out what he wanted to do i didn't have a podcast that was not the time later a couple years down the road there's a full circle moment and now we're going to be able to make more connections and do more together I say all that to say it wasn't too late. I am exactly where I needed to be today for all of that to happen. It wasn't a missed opportunity. It was just maybe not 
it wasn't a yes right then. Mm -hmm. It was a, you know, a maybe later mm -hmm. or a yes now. So I hope that makes sense. It's like sometimes when something doesn't happen for you in the moment, don't get discouraged. You're exactly where you need to be. And if it's meant for you, it'll, it will be. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. Might not have been meant for you in that first encounter, the first moment. And you, you, I, I believe it works out and it's for a reason because mm -hmm. you don't know, there's so many endless possibilities, how it could have turned out, but it ended up being positive and it's still paid off. And it's like, that's something to be thankful for. And you can't, you can't, you did a good job of still being around and hanging in there. Cause you know, you, the, you were there for the blessing to come around full circle mm -hmm. instead of just completely giving up on the idea or the movement or the group. You know what I mean? You, you got to see things through and, and don't get discouraged. I love that. Beautiful anecdote. Thank you. Well, yeah. And it's just like I said, you know, that took two years, maybe almost three years. I was younger, you know, maybe. So it's those things where you're like, oh, it's too late. Uh, um, uh, I'm getting older. It's not going to happen. You just don't know. So like you said, um, hang in there. So I don't I know about you. I think I loved the three, you know, steps that you named in that anecdote. And I hope that people implement them immediately. Because again, very easy, um, not a high barrier or, you know, a lot of friction to implement these things that we talked about and use use these real world situations we're talking about. And, and I know I'm going to, I know that like, I'm going to watch what I listen to, um, keep my quotes. I have some quotes in my, my notes folder on my phone. I'm just going to, you know, kind of peep that more throughout the day instead of just once a week when I see it, when I'm going through my to-do list or whatever. And um, I'm glad that I'm surrounded by great people, great family. And on the eve of your birthday, we can make this podcast happen. And then tomorrow celebrate your birthday. So I love it. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Couldn't have been a more perfect way for me to celebrate doing something that I have found a passion in later in life. You know, there was an inkling in my brain years and years and years ago that maybe I'd like to be a newscaster. But I put that dream aside because back then it wasn't what you did. You didn't, I didn't go for it. Um, I was supposed to get a nine to five. And so, you know, later in life, I find a purpose, a passion in something. So I can't think of a better way to start my 54th year here on this earth than reflecting with you. The one true love of my life is my son and um, it just makes me super happy and I can't wait to see what more we do together. Me too. Well said. I love it and I love you. And that is going to conclude this episode of MLM uh, Multi-Level Motivation. I am Miles. I'm Mary Lynn. Thank you guys for listening so much. <laughs>